Alright guys, welcome to another episode of the Evolve Idiots Podcast. This is episode number four. As always, my name is Mike Mendoza. Matthew Nathaniel. And we are happy to have you guys. Um, you know, we had a great last podcast with my buddy Philip. Hope you guys enjoyed that one. Um, you know, since then, things in California, especially here in LA, have started to open up slowly. You know, like uh, I finally got word that the academy's uh, allowed to open back up uh, following some, you know, procedures, opening procedures, and, and stuff like that. Yeah, so. you've been busy this week. We're more busy than you. You're picking up for exactly. sure. I could tell. Yeah, we're we're getting. You know, like I'm happy to get back to like a a normal schedule and like. You know, like when when all this happened, it's like I lost a big part of my life. You know, like coaching and being in the academy and the interaction with people is like uh, what I usually look forward to uh, throughout the week. So we lost that; it kind of sucked. But now we slowly started to do our opening procedures. We're expected to hopefully like start classes next week. We'll we'll see what happens though. You know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for all the gyms to be back open and just people to be out there. I had to go to the west side the other day and you know, there was a lot more traffic out on the roads. You could definitely tell that, you know, people were back, things are open. It took like an hour to get back over here. Oh uh, yeah, I think you know? I think what's funny is like traffic has been the like picking up even when stuff was like closed like oh, a week for sure. or so ago. I'm like, where are these people headed to, you know? It's 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 kind of crazy, but you know, it was also my birthday last time. Yeah, uh, yeah. Went out to a restaurant. My my girl treated me out. We actually ate at a sushi restaurant, and it was a cool like eating out right now. Is- sushi is that isn't that a? I wonder if that's any more risky during COVID and quarantine because it's not you know like cooked. It's raw. Yeah, it's raw. Nah, it's probably yeah. good. It was delicious. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but it was it was definitely like dining out right now is definitely. Uh, an experience, you know what I mean? Like you have to wear the masks if you go to the restroom or on your way to be seated. You have to still mm. wear a mask. So wait staff's wearing them. Wait staff is wearing masks, and some of them are wearing a little face shield. I hate. I I really hate the face shield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was uh, you know, limited seating and all that stuff. But despite it being kind of weird, it was still good to. Kind of have a little bit of normalcy, although, like, it was, like, black mirror normalcy, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it was good, though, like, stuff opening back up and, and being served, which you have, you know, I haven't been served food at a restaurant for four months, so it's, like, that experience with itself was, like, huh, and, like, just this past week, interacting with people again, like, people I haven't seen in a long time, I could tell it's a, a super important part of like what humans like the tribe you know what i mean like yeah you have to have that human interaction for you had to to have a a good perspective and and you forget that energy is contagious you know what i mean like if you're around a bunch of good people you're gonna feel good you're gonna shoot this shit make inside jokes and just feel good when when you don't have that you're you're like everything's dull you know what i mean like everything was dull and now that I saw a couple of my students and buddies come through the academy. Um, it, it was like it added a little little color to the day. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, you definitely feed off of people's energy. You know, I think that can be a blessing if you're around really positive energy, you know, loving people. And, you know, I've 
I've known a few individuals like that in my, in my past, especially that have really stood out over the years as when you're around them, you just feel better about life. You feel more energetic. You feel, you know, just better, more positive. And conversely, it can work the opposite way. If yeah. you've got like, you know, somebody who's, uh, kind of like an, uh, an energy vampire, so to speak, yeah, you know, nope. they just drain you all the time and they're taken and it's all, it's all just like a giant sucking vortex of, of drain, of draining you all the time. And, you know, you can just feel exhausted being around somebody like that and not even having exerted any physical, you know, energy. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, that's the best way to describe it is an energy vampire, you know, like they rob you of like energy your happiness, your enthusiasm, it's, it's, it sucks. So it's like, I got like, I always kind of cut those people off pretty soon. You know what I mean? Like if, if it's, I get a, a whiff of the, the energy vampireness, I immediately take my stake and drive it through the heart of that bitch. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You gotta be, you gotta be careful. I mean, uh, people are very, I don't know. I think sometimes they're not very aware of this, that this is something that, that can happen. And, and, you know, just like with the diet and the food you eat, you've got to be cognizant of your your diet, of your surroundings as well, and the energy levels and who you're around. And, you know, sometimes you don't have control over it at work. Maybe there's stress levels that you're just trying to, mm-hmm. you're trying to mitigate, but you can't really, you know, uh, totally control it. And so that's life. But, you know, you have to have to learn to kind of put in parameters where you can and and learn to limit your time with some people if you have to, um, you know, to kind of preserve yourself. Because what it, it ultimately it comes down to is that if you don't have um, if you don't have the ability to uh, put up those parameters and put in some guardrails, then you're just going to be drained. And at that point, you're not good for anybody. You know, you, you're just kind of like totally drained all the time and, and barely hanging on yourself. Yeah. And if you don't put in those stop gaps in there, it's like people will take advantage of that. You know, like people will take advantage, like, and you will also get used to the feeling of like getting walked on. You know what I mean? Getting walked on or, or just being drained, you're going to think that's the new norm when that shouldn't be the new norm at all. You know, it's, I think a lot of people need to, need to really up their standards and, and be okay with, uh, putting those parameters in different relationships, you know? Um, but speaking of diet, fucking thank God that gyms <laughs> and academies are open back up. I, I can't wait to start training, you know, jujitsu and Muay Thai again, coaching, uh, get my get my quarantine fat ass back in shape and yeah uh, quarantine has not been kind uh, you know and i was doing good for a while i was sticking hard to the to the uh home workouts and and that kind of thing but uh and running when i could but uh man our uh, i messed up my knee i still don't know exactly what i did to it and that i went you know it's i'm still waiting to go to the second so i've been to three different doctors office or, or medical offices on three separate appointments. Yeah. And I still haven't seen the orthopedics guy who I need to take a look at the actual knee. So like not, and, and it's been like more than a month or, or right out a month. Yeah, and so trying to get this fixed, we're trying to just get it looked at. So somebody can tell me you've got this wrong. You need to, we need to do this or, 
you know, there's not really any serious, you know, just ease back into activity and give me the green light to get after it again. And, and that's, you know, but, you know, you know, I think I touched on this in one of the previous ones already, <laughs> like the healthcare system here just blows. Like, I, I don't understand it was bad. You know, even when I was going, when I went to, uh, to Spain, when I was in Spain, you know, and, and they have the, I guess they have socialized healthcare to, to a, a large extent, but it, you know, it was very easy to get in, get an appointment, get seen and get out. Like, you know, same thing, you know, I, I, I liked their, their system actually. It's taking you a month here. It's taking a month, <laughs> like, and, and it's just continued to make me a, a more debil debilitative of a fat ass, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like. I'm starting to feel, feel chubby. Me, dude, I've been, I've been working out every day, but I've just been eating whatever the fuck I want to. So it's like, now that things are slowly getting back to normal and now it's like all right now i'm gonna start working on the diet again feeling good and gotta shed that weight you know what i mean like shit i see i looked at myself in these past podcasts i'm like god damn mike what happened to you <laughs> <laughs> i was looking at i was watching our past podcast I was like Man, you make me sick, man. You look like you look like you're 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 a a single father. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I mean, I have a theory. Okay. I I I noticed a correlation, and and so I'm gonna ask uh, ask a question. Does your girl cook? Uh, yes and no. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I feel I feel I feel like this is correlated from from the first of the year. It's it, this this is this this is sort of picked up. For me, I think it's uh, especially the first month because, like, the first month of quarantine, like, I we didn't even see each other yeah, really, yeah. like, and I think that was that was intensive lockdown where there was no activity and month, two months maybe even, and especially like I noticed too that I have a tendency when I'm not able to really be on my on my on the path, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. when I'm not able to really be all in, I'm kind of an I'm kind of an all in or not at all I'm in guy. Yeah. And so like when I've not been able to do anything, like I do notice that I have to be more aware of what my cravings to eat are as well. Cause I'll start eating more garbage yeah. if I'm not doing anything physically active either. Oh, for sure. It's like, it sucks. Cause you know, I can't train with, uh, you know, my guys and, and uh, you know, like not learn from professor Ty, you know, like all quarantine, I was learning from two people fucking ben and jerry you know what i'm saying like that that's what i've been doing all quarantine because it's like with such a vanilla not even vanilla like yeah it's a dull existence and not knowing the, the uncertainty all throughout quarantine the only little enjoyments you have are, are what, what you kind of eat it's like comfort feeling you know yeah and it's yeah like it's one of those things it's like one of the vices out there but then you gotta you got to especially make sure that you know what you're doing when you're doing it and you have to be strict when you get back on that good diet, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's all getting it's all about getting back after it and you know, I can tell, you know, for myself as well that when I when I do get back after it like it doesn't take that long to kind of get get back into some sort of shape if you've been physically kind of active person for a long time yeah and so you know but you know i think this is a good time for everybody to kind of 
take a note right now and just, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, use this, this should be everybody's time to truly make a real new year's resolution. Yeah. You know, when everybody always, the, the gyms pack up in, in January usually, and then people fall off and there's no adherence to, to the practice, but you know, this is, this is the time when people should really learn from what's been going on with the lockdown and immune systems and vitamin deficiencies and really start to, to take care of themselves. I mean, as much as I like to think that our consciousness is, is more than just our body and is separate from our body maybe in some ways, which is a whole nother conversation, but uh, you know, the body is your your vessel made out of meat that's carrying you around this 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 existence for right now. And if you don't take care of it, you're you know you're either shortening your life or you're shortening or you're lessening the quality of your life or a combination there of the two. And you know, I, I just think that if people want to, and I don't, and I guess it's difficult for me because I don't get the the argument that some people make where they say. Um, you know, I don't really want to live to be 120 (laughs) or I'd rather die fat and happy than, you know, live a long time and be skinny. And it's like, well, would you really? I don't, I don't, I don't know. It's hard for me to understand that argument. Yeah. To me, it's like, well, what, what's your standards? You know what I mean? Like, again, it goes to standards. Like what, what do you want your quality of life to be? You could be. If, if your idea of happiness is going to Disneyland and being a fat ass and eating a turkey leg and you're cool with that, maybe, I guess, but your knees is going to be hurting, <laughs> your little ankles is going to be hurting walking through Disneyland, so you won't even enjoy that turkey leg like, like you normally would, you know? So it's like, I always find it to be, what are your standards for yourself? So definitely when the quarantine started, like, I could tell... And it's one of my vices is standards of eating start to go down, you know, like I'm like, fuck it. We're not working out. We're not. I can't. I don't know if I I have work. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know when I'm going back. I'm just going to eat this shit. And it's a very it's a I think a lot of people uh, kind of emotionally eat, I guess. You know what I mean? So it's emotionally eat, emotionally drink. Yeah, they do, they, they do things out of emotion. You know, that's that's one thing. That I think people like myself, like if shit hits the fan, I try to look for comfort, right? If I don't have the comfort of martial arts because we can't do our shit or the comfort of of this going to the movies or doing the regular shit we got used to doing. If I don't have that, then I'm going to try to find comfort somewhere else. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think everybody looks for comfort in in different ways, and and we all fall back on our vices when we're looking for the comfort, whether it's a familiar TV show, whether it's a favorite flavor of ice cream, whether it's, uh, you know, know, something else. There's there's a ton of different things you can fall back on. And it was was, uh, when when, uh, we invited some of our students to stop by and say hello and some of our friends uh, yesterday. You know what was funny? It was like, it was like traveling back in time. Like I haven't seen them in so long and having that interaction with people on the mat. I was like, Holy shit. It seems like this is like, I, I remember this life. You know what I mean? Like right, right. I remember this is some pre quarantine shit, you know, but it, it just reminded me because super frustrated throughout this whole time, you know, with, with, with our government, with what's going on. 
It's been a frustrating fucking quarter of the year for myself. Uh, you know, my boss, like, you know, where's our help? You know, like, what's going to happen? So, how are, how are the students that are coming back? Are they like hesitant that you've that you've talked so to, of course, or are they some, like some are? But the students that came in and said hello, like they 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 were all like, I don't give a shit. Like, I'm healthy. I, I know what I can. You know, like they weren't right weird about yeah. it. You know, and I, like again, if you're weird about coming in or weird about going in public. I get it, but it's also I think it's a it's a bad like habit that that you're reinforcing as well because yeah. it's like like yeah. anything can happen to you. Anything can happen to you. You can get sick. You can get hit by a car. You could get you know like lightning come down and strike you. But it's like you at some point you got to live your life as well. You know, like you got to go out there and live your life. Like like we said in previous podcasts, like strengthen your fucking immune system. Do a workout, like take the proper supplements, take care of yourself. But if all like, and I get their, 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 their view, I guess, because if all you're being promoted when you turn on CNN or any of these other news organizations is fear, 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 yeah. you're going to be fucking scared. Well, you have to be wise enough to know, you know, not to, not to just buy into that or to limit your your uh how much you're watching it you know it's something that i've practiced during during it because i do tend to consume a lot of news from a a, a wide variety of of sources and i've had to really dial it back specifically with with what's been labeled as the mainstream media here in the Mm -hmm. u.s because when covid broke and really became the quarantine became a real thing it was just covid 24 7 and it was overwhelming and um, you know, it was just too much. It, it would drive it. I think it would make you very anxious, today. you yeah. know? And so I, I think you have to be, you know, smart about that, but kind of getting back to reopening for, yeah. for a second and the gym, because the gym intrigues me, um, because obviously you work in a gym. I've spent, spent, let a, me a, correct you there. A, okay. You don't work in a gym. I work in a martial arts. Yes, academy, that bro. is correct. Okay. We're not big a difference. little globo gym working your little, <laughs> your little man titties, you know? We're out there learning some martial arts. We're getting better. Uh, proceed. <laughs> Though, if you like to get your man titties on, you know that's that's at least you're out there doing something and you're active. So we're we're all for that too. But but you know. Um, I'm curious, though, because it's an environment that is very close, you know, I mean, especially with jujitsu, mm-hmm. um, it's something that I, I don't know. Every time I, I'm obviously not a practitioner, but when I see anybody practicing this, it's always two people wrapped up, you know, very yeah. close contacts, uh, usually somebody's face or head in somebody else's crotch or, or face to face or, you know, something very you taking shots. Huh? You taking shots? <laughs> no, I'm not taking shots to the fight. Come on now. But, but I'm just saying it's a very intimate environment. Mm-hmm. And so uh, the, and so how are, what are the procedures that have been mandated by the state or the city that you've had to put into place to, to be able to reopen? So for that, I'm going to speak on, you know, since I'm the head kickboxing instructor, I'm going to speak on kickboxing. Okay. Right. So for kickboxing is we're, we're we limit the number of capacity to class, right? So uh, 10 to 15 students max spaced out six feet apart. No, 
interaction yet you know what i mean like with what so you can't hold pads and let somebody yet. hit you yeah. can't like kick another partner with pads or something not yet so like this first week this first real week that we're gonna open up no contact whatsoever no how do you practice fighting without any contact shadow boxing footwork f- yeah movement so there's di- a lot of different ways to get better um with no contact that, that being said is like would i like things to go back to normal uh Right away, I want to do our due diligence, you know, like I want to do our due diligence and open the right way, keep everyone safe and, you know, put everyone's minds at ease and knowing that we are doing the right thing. So it's like, you know, if we're doing the right things and we're allowed to open fully, that's what I hope soon. But, yeah, what we've been doing is or what we plan on doing is more classes, less people in each class. Right. So. Uh, probably like 30 minutes in between, so it gives us time to disinfect the whole mats, any equipment. Uh, no use of the locker rooms. Um, it's just, just in and out. It. You got to hold it. Well, if you got if you got to go number one, go number one. But number two is our no no. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. If you got to go number two, just wash. Beware your, of yeah, the student in the brown your, pants. Yeah, wash your hands. Don't earn your brown belt on my watch. But um, yeah, like it's doing our due diligence that way. So, do I? I think things will loosen up as time goes on and uh, the conscious of the uh, of the people will will go back to normal. I think a lot of people want to go back to normal. I think a lot of people are like, "Hey, I'll be fine." Um, and to those that aren't, yeah, you're more you're more than uh, stay home, like do what you think is best. But, you know, like I know for myself and and other people it's like you got to live your life. Don't be the boy in the bubble, you know, like you can't do it. I mean, it's no way to live life. I mean, I had a similar conversation. I went and got a haircut this week finally. Ooh, that 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 was a he got a haircut. Feeling feeling much better. Still covered up with that hat. I had covered up today. I should uh, cover this, you know, like a little little horse's ass up here. Well, you told you told me you were not going to get it cut till till you were going to open. Yeah. So this is my protest. You're technically open, but not full. I will get a haircut when we are open fully and. You know, your hair may not, it may be months. I'll probably look like uh, the kid from Jungle Book. You know what I mean? <laughs> Mowgli. <laughs> yeah, Mowgli from Jungle Book. Yeah. But yeah, like, yeah. like so, how was, how was that experience getting your hair cut? Like, cause shit, what is that like nowadays? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it was, it was a little different. You know, when I got there, it was a little crowded. And so I waited outside and. Uh, they were very busy. I mean, they're just packed. They're really busy. Yeah, wow. there's, there's, there's. I mean, they're, they're booked solid. You know, with people wanting to get the, the trim. You know, yeah. what I mean, especially like, and I'm kind of in the same boat. Like, meetings are starting to take place more in person. Even, you know, you can kind of get away with hiding a, a look on Zoom, but when you're in a room with somebody, it's a little harder to, you know, avoid the, the fringy and shagginess you yeah. got going yeah. on and. And, and lack of, of being looking professional. And so there's a lot of people, I think, looking to, to get back and, and look nice for, for work. And um, But, yeah, I had to wait outside and then I had to wait a long time, like waited like 30 minutes past, past, my, your past my appointment. Wow. Yeah. That's like a doctor's office. Yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> it was just standing out front. But, uh, um, yeah, and so um, – when I finally went in, like everybody else was done because my, my appointment was like at seven fifteen, Right. And then I got in at like seven forty five. Was anyone were there, were like 
people's body language kind of weird? Were they people skittish? What it were was, they like? It was a little strange. When I first went in, I didn't see the the girl who cuts my hair. I, there was some some guy. You know, I don't I don't know them all. I just really know the one girl who cuts my hair. You don't hair. know that you're like, oh, hey, Francois. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, not on? at all. So like, but he was kind of like a little weird about it because there there's they don't they just moved into this new spot. Mm. Actually, it's it's really interesting. Like they had. So the place where they were on Sunset, the building was being sold, so they had to move. So you then got they your haircut on Sunset, yeah, bro. Yeah, I know. It's baller. Okay, keep well, going. Well, <laughs> it's on the it's on this side of Sunset. It's not okay. on the west side. Okay, you know okay, what I mean? okay. Um, and then so now they move. So they had to move, and they moved down right across from the Habit, actually. Oh The shit. burger joint, okay, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. On, on Sunset down here. So they're in that little shopping center. Uh, they're across exact right across the street from okay. it. Okay, by right, Mohawk Bend. Right beside okay. it. Okay. Right beside it. Um, actually, there's another another hair joint right beside right between them and Mohawk. Bend. Damn, they got a nemesis over there. Yeah, but I I already <laughs> think they're I don't know I I think the new place is gonna do fine. Okay, you know what I mean. Um, but anyway, so like they relocated, they opened for one week, and then the quarantine happened, and they've been shut down since until this this is they opened on Monday I guess. Wow. And so they've been open a week now. Yeah. And so everybody's, it, they still are trying to figure it out and work it out. There wasn't really seating, so I waited outside. The guy was a little weird about, like, telling me that I had to go wait outside. And so I just was like, you want me to go wait outside? There's no worries, yeah. man. You know, not a big deal. I get it. So I waited outside, went in. By the time I went in, all the other clients had left. And it was just, like, and me and the girl who, who cuts my hair. And, I mean, it was, it, was, it was weird that there wasn't anybody else there. Yeah. But, like... You know, overall, like it's just weird having to wear a mask while you're getting your hair cut. Fuck you know, yeah, I, I even my my weird brain even starts going. You know, like, am I going to get an accurate depiction of what my hair will look <laughs> like on my face with half my face covered up? Right. Like, I don't know. Like, maybe yeah, you that's, gotta ask yourself these weird questions. I mean, that's a probably stupid question, but like. You know, I start start thinking of these things, and you got to pull it down all the way in the back so you can, you know, really get in there, and and she can cut it up and trim it up. And she and had to wear a mask too. She had to wear a mask too, okay. and it was real weird. She 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 did a good job of trying to like maintain, you know, distance, but it, you know, you're cutting somebody's hair. Yeah. It, it's tough to, it's tough to really only, maintain. I can only that. imagine. You know, making that small talk that you make when you get your hair cut. It was all about. Masks. Yeah, hey, you guys reopening? I mean, how are you doing? You know, like that we that weird small talk. Yeah, with two because I, even before the quarantine, making small talk with with uh, you know barbers and stuff, I was I kind of hate it. You know what I mean? I'm like, unless yeah. I know them, I'm like, I, like I just, just want to cut and I want to go yeah. and leave. I don't want to go like, oh hey the, this, the Dodgers, huh? This is why it's important <laughs> to have uh, someone who cuts your hair that yeah. that you do kind of like well enough that you're willing to kind of talk to them and get to know them a little bit if yeah. you're going to continue to go to them i think yeah you know i'm the same way if i go somewhere new like i'm not chit chatty at all but if i if i start to like oh, i think i'm gonna stick with this one a while like i'm gonna like have yeah. those have that conversation and learn a little bit about them you get to get to know them you know make yeah. it comfortable because um, i think it, it is part of what they think the consumer expects anyway yeah and uh but the girl who cuts my hair she's real nice we t i mean it was all about we did have conversation the whole time it was uh, largely about 
obviously everything that's been going on, reopening COVID, uh, you know, she's spent some time in down San Diego. We kind of talked about that because that's where her family's from and um, just how it's different there than here. And obviously the protests and things like that as as well. So how would you say, what would you rate the haircut she gave you? This is her first haircut. What if you were her first haircut post COVID? I wasn't. Okay. I was. So you weren't the first practice of. <laughs> no, like, oh, definitely I forgot not. How to do it. <laughs> definitely not. Definitely not. Um, Let's rate it one out of ten. Ten being the best. One being hot trash. One's hot trash. One's hot trash. And ten is. Ten is. And ten is. Ten is amazing. the top. Yeah. Um. You know, I think. Be honest. Be honest, huh? I. And think, she might be watching. She might yeah, be watching she, this right she, now. She, she might. She might. You know, I'm not particularly a fan of my hair in general, so it's it's I'm pretty critical. But like, I think overall, um, you know, she did a really good job. I, I'd have to give her like a, an eight. An eight. Yeah. So that's a high score with room for improvement. I'm, I mean, I'm I'm a tough scorer though. Yeah. Like you know, you you don't want to hear me score other things. <laughs> and what's your uh, barber's name? Uh, Thea. Yeah. Thea, what up? Yeah. Eight out of ten, Thea. Yeah. <laughs> ten out of ten next time. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> nah, she, she's she's awesome. If 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 she is listening, uh, love love uh, love getting haircuts down there. And uh, yeah, hit her up. I think she's like Hair Slayer on Instagram or some hey, shit. Hey, Hair so, Slayer Instagram. There you go. It's spelled kind of weird, so you might have to. I don't know how it's spelled. I don't remember. <laughs> Sorry to you. <laughs> but yeah, like I, I'm glad things are slow, slowly reopening in LA, but. I mean, you're the one that told me in, in Orange County, there are no more face masks down there, right? Yeah. Or it's optional? Yeah, I heard this week that they're ditching the whole face mask requirement. I, you know, honestly, I think it's a little premature. Fuck that. Let's. <laughs> I mean, I'm sort of excited on one side, yeah. but I also do think it's a little premature. I also, you know... I mean, I just feel like Orange County wants to stick its finger up you know flip it flip everybody off and and just do what it wants to do and to you know i mean yeah. it's kind of like the the dirty south of it's weird of, it, uh, attitude wise <laughs> like it's 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 like you know just conservative white people more so than yeah. than, than, well, orange than between county, here and san diego yeah. for those of you that don't live in california orange county is a mix of uh asians uh a bunch of uh white trash rednecks who are racist and uh conservatives i mean what was it hermosa or huntington beach uh, a couple weeks ago so many weeks ago when they were having the face mask protests Uh against the quarantine they let them protest down there and then but for carrying carrying ak's and 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 shit in the streets and they wouldn't let them have any protest at all for black lives matter you know huntington beach you know that's that's pretty foul yeah step your game up oc yeah. All right, uh, but I I am sad we don't live there right now, because I hate wearing face masks everywhere. Yeah, I mean I feel like a bank robber everywhere I go. I just feel of course like I don't I'm... have like that surgical mask. I can't wear the surgical mask, <laughs> man. It's it's too. I don't know. It's just uncomfortable. I yeah. can't wear it. But I th- like at least things are. This is this is the light at the end of the tunnel. You know, like I I feel like. There's a lot in the tunnel. I hope a lot of small businesses that that have been able to open up that you guys hold on uh, for these next six months. Because I mean, this will be a trying time, you know. Like, 
can our small businesses survive these next six months and recover? And then I also hope that there will be some sort of uh, government aid that comes out of this because it's like, yo, you fuckers turn the off switch, you know, like we... All the all the fucking SBA loans went to the Lakers, Shake Shack, and uh, and all these Ruth Chris Steakhouse, all these fucking big companies, and the real small businesses, mom and pops businesses didn't get shit. So I hope maybe we'll be getting some help. Who knows? I I, I would not expect to get any help. I don't in expect this shit because but it this would be is nice. this is I've I've. I've been listening, I've started including, you know, a while back, I've been listening to Matt Taibbi for a while now um, on their podcast, and I've recently started listening to Jimmy Dore a little bit, and both of them have complained to a large extent that, you know, this last stimulus for COVID is actually just the largest transfer of wealth even more so than in 2008, even right. more ever in, in government history to, to the one person, you know, to the, to the billionaire class, to corporations, buy shit up. like essentially they used the tragedy of COVID and this pandemic to include some, some minor stimulus stuff, but what they really, the bulk of it was really for the wealthy. And they've just slid it in and, you know, there was no, there couldn't be any outward political opposition to it because, you know, if a politician stands up to this, they get crucified in the media because they're not voting for the stimulus during this yeah. tragic time. And yes, it is a tragic time, but if you're passing something that's not going to help the majority of Americans and you're, I mean, how much wealthier has Jeff Bezos gotten over the last three months? It's something like three, four hundred million dollars in just the last three or four months quarter yeah that's 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 insane and there is i'm sorry but there is something wrong with that when most of america is are losing their jobs yeah. and not knowing where they're going to be able to pay how they're going to pay their bills where they're going to get money from they don't know what their futures hold and meanwhile you don't have somebody that's just holding their own and, and maintaining where they're at they're accumulating an enormous amount more of wealth off the suffering of other people well, during the, that time. The general population of the United States of America, man. You know what I mean? Like that that always makes me I always wonder. It's and like, I'm not hating on Bezos for being like running a business or anything. No, but, but uh, there's but, something wrong fundamentally with the system when it allows this to happen. Yeah, but I am a hater and he is a rich guy, so fuck <laughs> him. You know what I mean? Fuck that guy. But I always wondered so do you think that the scare tactics that the media has used, like what they portray all the time, do you think that has that has an effect on like, did they do that on purpose? Like, it's like, pump this shit in, let the rich get richer. Like, if I got my conspiracy hat on, you know what I mean? So if I've got my conspiracy hat on yeah. for a minute, yeah, then this is part of the ultimate grand scheme. I mean, there's a lot of different rabbit holes to go down, yeah. but you could say there are several conspiracy theory pathways that sort of share certain things in common, right? certain beliefs. 
And part of that belief is whether you believe that the society is ran by lizard people <laughs> or a pedophile, um, pedophiles or um, human people sacrificing small children and, and dealing with, um, you know, human trafficking um, and uh, whether you believe it's the Illuminati. That Bohemian Grove w- shit. Yeah. All, uh, I mean, and, and. I've even seen a couple that kind of tie all these things together. Right. But you could look at this event as, first of all, you want to, if you assume it's a naturally occurring event and the virus, are we going full conspiracy? Let's go full conspiracy. All right, full conspiracy then. The virus was manufactured by man, Mm -hmm. created by man, distributed by man, this whole story about how it started is is bullshit. Yeah. And essentially, um, they used this as a way to remove more of our freedoms, more of our rights, not just here, but you see China asserting its power over Hong Kong yeah. simultaneously during this, this, this very vulnerable moment in, in democracy in general over there and also economically speaking with the, with the virus. And so you see some moves being made and you could look at this as an opportunity for them to shift the balance of power even further in an effort to truly create an aristocracy class and a... A, a surf class, so to speak, right. where even if you're middle class, it don't, so it's great. so great that yeah. it just doesesn't mean shit. Yeah. I mean, seventy, eighty thousand dollars and and you know forty thousand is to is forty million. Yeah, yeah, is it, it means nothing. Hundred, hundred, yeah. It mean it means absolutely nothing. And so, um, I mean, you're literally talking about people making in a day more than you'll ever make in your entire life. Yeah. That's insane. It's just so crazy. <laughs> That's fucking nuts. And so, uh, yeah, I think, I think that people could look at it as, as a grab, as a way to seed power, as a way to sow division, as a way to, you know, ultimately, you know, maybe even lead to a true civil war unrest type of situation where then the government or the powers that be, whether again, whoever that is, has the ability to come in and force the government into declaring martial law and really fooling of putting a full lockdown and turning us into a 1984 state. Yeah. And if you look at this, like human beings are, are, uh, you give us some power, we're going to take advantage of it. You know what I mean? Um, I think that, I mean, and you give anyone that amount of power, like, and they get used to having power, they're going to get addicted to it, and they want more and more and more. Greed is natural, right? It's the uh, ego. It's the it ego. feeds off the greed. So it's like this. Have you? Did you ever want to be a politician? I mean, I've. I would never do it. Okay, so you'd never do it. But I have. But I have thought that like you could do it. I thought I have. Th- had, the thought has crossed my mind that I would maybe be better, and some people that I just generally know would be better than the people that are actually mm-hmm. politicians. Yeah, I know a lot of people that actually have, want to do good. Yeah, I know, I know a lot of people that have thoughts of, oh, I, 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 I would like to do it, you know, but it's like they never do it. The people that fucking do it, I think the type of person that runs for any type of office, right, I think you're kind of... Uh, power hungry a little bit you want that power and then you see yourself ascending 
up the ladder and then you get to a certain point and then uh you know you you, you join the illuminati and uh maybe you, you keep getting hungrier and hungrier for power i don't th- i don't think that it's necessarily just uh politicians that can work their way up the ladder of the Illuminati. And I think that, you know, there's a lot of conspiracy theories that tie in a lot of celebrities and and business people and other things as well. But I, there is a part of me that would like to think that there are some, that there are politicians that get into it because they really wanted to do good. And somewhere along the way, they either just got so worn down by the system that they just got beat by the system, basically. Or they, or on the flip side, maybe they just continue to climb for power, like you said, because then yeah. they continue to justify that climb because, well, the more power I have, the more good I can do. Yeah. That's also scary, you know? Yeah. Uh, that's, it's, that's, that's the ego speaking that's oftentimes. That's the ego speaking. If you, if you hurt, like... Garcetti and and uh, Newsom talk through this time. They talk with a lot of fucking ego. Those two. I folks. mean, does anybody? You know, we we <laughs> kind of stumbled across this today randomly, but yeah. I mean, I didn't remember that Gavin Newsom had gotten caught with his with his who was his campaign manager when he was mayor of San oh, Francisco. San Francisco yeah. He got caught with his campaign manager's wife. Yeah. And he went to rehab. He checked yeah. himself into rehab was his punishment. And now he's the governor. And, and now he's uh, a, <laughs> I a, mean, a nobody citizen. mentions this, you know. Yeah, you fucking creep cokehead fuck. Uh, like, oh, like, yeah, I forgot he, he did get caught with coke. They, yeah, yeah man, they were fucking, caught with coke. That's fucking right. Fucking Newsome, get out of here. I mean, you know. And, you know, and people will be like, oh, yeah, but. Maybe he had a lot of work to do. A lot of work to do, like, but. <laughs> You know, I don't like. Don't try to put yourself on a pedestal, though. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, exactly. That, that's the thing. Is like, yeah, if you, you know, have fun, but don't be a fucking prick too about it. And talk, talk like your shit don't stink. You know, that's yeah. what. That's where I have a problem with it. When you think that the people can't think for themselves, yeah, and you think you're on this, I'm high and mighty. Shut the fuck up. You know, the mayor's hiding in in his little house out here in Hancock Park. He's over, he's over with his auntie eating ice cream, or is she his aunt? Is that what she is? Who, Pelosi? Or, yeah, is that his aunt? Who I, is it? She I think that's his like, mother-in-law. Mother-in-law, yeah. mother-in-law. So you married into it, fuck boy. <laughs> fuck you. Now, didn't he have a wine company or something? Yeah, he was like a wine yeah, wine guy. Yeah, that's how he like kind of made his money, right? Yeah, he made his money as like, a wine guy, yeah. and now he's the governor of California because you guys voted for him. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, he's a... He's a He's a very presentable, handsome guy uh-huh. to, to many. And, you know, that's a, a big qualification these days is just being presentable and likable. Um, that's that's half the battle, you know. Uh, well, do something. <laughs> well, he's, he's done some things. It's whether or not you believe they're the right things, I think. Well, yeah. You know. They were not. <laughs> <laughs> but... Yeah, you know, we we got we got a crazy shit here in California though. California's like, a fucking crazy state, guys. Yeah. Like uh, for those uh, for those of you guys that don't live in California, right? It's not just like LA, like when you, when people think of California, think of like the these cities like LA and San Francisco, but LA for the most part is red as fuck. Like outside of San Francisco and Los Angeles, oh, yeah. Yeah. it's it's it, it gets crazy out yeah. here, yeah. So it's not just all palm trees and the beach. You it's got, not just abortions all the time, and yeah. uh, you know, free 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 
implants. Yeah, you got you got some some people out here in Canyon Country doing some wild shit, cooking up meth yeah. too. So yeah. don't think it's all all that. But I think that this period, I really am hopeful that all these small business can small businesses can snap out of it, and it's going to take a lot of work. Cause it's like anything, it, it, all this momentum you were building up suddenly stopped. So it's like. Now you have to build up this momentum again. I don't know what people are thinking, you know, in terms of like, let's say my business, right? Uh, being a martial arts academy, I don't know how people feel about, oh, you know, will I, will I, if I go there, will I die because I, I get COVID or will uh, my, my dad die if I go there and, and train? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what people are thinking. So when stuff is being, uh, you know, like, marketed towards you like yeah you know like stay at home do this do all that be scared be scared be scared instead of be healthy be healthy do this do this do this uh, now we have to spend how much money into marketing to try to unfuck what you just fucked you know what i mean so it's it's definitely well, who's doing the marketing man well for us we have to put in marketing dollars you know what i mean like we have to pay for I don't know how much marketing to try to undo it, make videos, production. For what? To pr tell people to be healthy or? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. I mean, The yeah. benefits of being healthy, like we said, it's is, is, is not there. It's stay at home, stay pale, and stay fat. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not a priority. And the side, the party that traditionally would have made this a priority is, are, are just a bunch of, uh, I don't know. There are a bunch of, of virtue signalers at this point. I think like all, all they those, don't all the all of them are virtue signalers. You guys wearing some <laughs> take now. You guys want to take knees and and, and put on your 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 Ghana your your Ghana. I forget what it's called. Scarves or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Right. It's like now you want to do that because there's a, a photo op chance. Fuck out of here. I see right through it, you virtue signaler fucks. Well, I hear I, my understanding is that the uh, the Senate Black Caucus had mm -hmm. requested them to do this. Requested. And so I don't again, it, it looks very contrived. It doesn't look authentic also, at all. If you got to request someone to do something, what's the point? Ultimately, though, they don't care. They're not. First of all, Democrats in particular are terrible with messaging. Yeah. I mean, every year they're terrible with messaging. Right now, we talked about this previously, the defund the police is terrible messaging. It's not accurate into what you're actually trying to accomplish. It's yeah. the wrong phrase, and you all are morons. Hire a fucking marketing company to run your campaigns and do your messaging for you because you obviously cannot do it yourself. Yeah. And stop fucking over Bernie Sanders. Fucks. Well, they've already done, they did that for the last time. Exactly. He, yeah. he, he's, he's, he's 77, done. and, you know... He probably wants to, at some point, you know, spend a few years with the grandkids or great grandkids yeah. and just like he's fought the fight for a long time. And I understand he's a human. He probably has made mistakes. He's evolved over time, you know, but he he is one of the few people, I think, that truly wanted to do good for the people. Yeah. And his and intentions were good. I think his it. intentions were good. And I yeah. think that's pretty rare in politics, especially today. And so I, I will miss him from that, but I think his his ride is is over. Yeah, now you know. you're stuck with creepy Joe. 
Well, it, or the next generation. I mean, ultimately, there are some interesting candidates out there. There's a, uh, a gentleman, um, I can't think of his name, who's running um, in Kentucky against Mitch McConnell right now, a black gentleman who's right. going to try and run from Louisville. Um, obviously, it's going to be a tough, tough race, but, um, you know, he's kind of really running off of Bernie's platform. And there are there are a lot of others. And I think that's the important thing for people to remember is that it's not just the presidential race. So if you're if you're out there and you're and you're thinking about not voting because you don't like Biden and you maybe hate Trump, you know, this is I guess which I'm kind is, of, I feel I'm like kind of speaking for me. Well, right I now feel like well. not only for you, but for me and I think a lot of Americans yeah, who are like, yeah. Yo, I don't like any of these yeah. fucking people. Well, two, well, two, two things. One, I'll touch on for a second. And we can circle back on. We do have a third party coming in to to play. Yeah. Uh, it does seem that Jesse the Body Ventura is going Ooh, to run. Oh yeah. <laughs> I again, I don't think he's. I could not vote for him either. I mean, I don't. He's so hard to take ser- serious. Uh, I'd, though I'd, he has does have some leadership and, yeah. and political experience. So yeah. it. it and on the flip side, I just don't know if enough people would take him serious. But kind of circling back after that, I think it's important for for to remember for people to remember it's not just about the president, it's not just about the vice president, it's not about the just the cabinet, it's not just about the people in Washington. The people in Washington are made up from your local community. Yeah. You elect people there locally who then go to Washington and do the work that formed the Senate and formed the Congress and form all the assembly members and everything else. Those down ballot voting, it, that, that, is, that is vital, it's important, and that is how we're gonna create this change. So, you know, go after, go after these people, you know, unseat Mitch McConnell. If, they un- right. if he unseats him in, in the Senate yeah. in Kentucky, that I mean, that is how you shift the balance of power and the and and also how you shift the agenda of moving forward for the kind of future we really want. So while Bernie may not be there anymore, yeah, I think something he, he has planted that the, seed yeah. now that it's up to us that you know are younger that are that are uh, that that have that passion and want to take that 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 seed and grow it into something much more profound and we're going to have to do that all over the country and all the local communities and all these down ballot voting uh, elections and that's how we're going to create the change so don't just lose faith because you don't like what's happening at the very top right. pay attention to what's going on locally like it's not just enough to show up and and, and vote for the guy with the, the 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 his last name because his last name has the same initial first initial as your last name you know <laughs> like just just because you've not do some research on these people going into the elections these things do matter yeah you know you should if an issue is important to you look up that person's voting record on it what have they said about it in the press you know like you have to do some research yeah it's like if you do care i think you should dig deeper right now you know like if you care you should dig deeper about you know what these people's policies will be instead of just having the media dictate don't what you think don't look at just one place if you see something you see a fact verify it from at least two or three other places that are reputable sources not just facebook shares you fucks so, so, no if you see some, i don't get god facebook <laughs> don't get me started on facebook i've had so many 
conversations with people on Facebook, not, not on that Facebook, was your first, that was not, your first mistake. not on Facebook, but like <laughs> these are friends and, and family members sometimes, and they'll repost, they just repost the, these things and they don't read the article. They don't verify it, you know, and it's got yeah. some obscure, it's, it'll be some, a link to some obscure website, yeah. you know, that's like not a legitimate source and, yeah. and they're going to go, well, the mainstream media is not legitimate either. And well, okay, maybe it's not, but I do know that there is some accountability for the mainstream media. And so if you verify something that you see, then go look on CNN, go look on Reuters, go look at the BBC, go look at people are going to hate me. Go, go look at Al Jazeera. Like it's actually got good reporting, you know, How dare like, you? and it's not just, it's not just, it's not just, you know, Middle East, uh, propaganda. It's, 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 you know, it's ran out of, of England and you know, it's, it's, I'm not it's, sure it's, I trust you anymore. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, but there's a lot of good places, the wall street journal, you know, NPR, like there's a lot of, of different places where you can go to verify information that are legitimate places. And if three of those, you know, places verify the same, information yeah then you know you can trust that source and run with it yeah but that's the thing like look at what you just said it was a lot of it's steps. work yeah it's work it takes time it's steps and steps and steps but when people don't really dig they don't really don't give a fuck so i feel like a lot of people have a tendency to uh, an impulse tendency to share yeah this is my opinion and not dig any deeper than that so hopefully that that people are starting to um, wake up to what's kind of going on. You know what I mean? Like they start to dig deeper and deeper and deeper. If you really care about it, that is, yeah. um, you know, but that's fucking crazy. Jesse Ventura is, is yeah, gonna, he's he going to be, he did a pretty long interview with, uh, I think it was with Jimmy door, uh, just this week. And, and what, I didn't, I didn't hear it. What, what, what did he talk about? Like what's his stance on things? What was his, what were his, uh, point of views? I mean, he's, he's the same platform as he's always ran. He's, you know, talking shit about everybody that's in a, from the establishment, both left and right. And, you know, honestly, he's got some good idea. You know, he said some good things like, you know, I don't disagree with him on a lot of what he has to say. I just don't think that he's got the political clout. He also, you know, was very proud that he won in, in, where was it? Minnesota, Minnesota. Is it Minnesota? Where he won previously so, yeah. was governor. Yeah. He, he had, he won with, and only had, had to raise $300,000 to win up there, right. which is, is great. But there's, you know, Trump has over a hundred million dollars yeah. <laughs> to run this campaign on. And if and how he, much does Biden have, I haven't looked at recent figures. I, I kind of stopped following it because uh, to me, it's it, the way COVID has affected things. It's kind of uh, mitigated the discrepancy between the two of them yeah. to, to a large extent. I think the one thing that gives Trump a super big advantage is that worst case, especially if lockdowns come back into effect or and I know it's also difficult for me to say because I don't watch cable news or cable TV. I don't have you know, I, haven't, I don't watch cable. So. I don't know, but I would imagine that he's probably. I would be spending a lot of my money bombarding cable news with TV ads if it were if I were him. Right. And so that could be a super big advantage of having a budget like that. But I just don't see any way for Ventura to really have like a, an impact on this that's going to be substantial in any way. Right. Um. It's just too hard. But he know. did have some interesting ideas and stuff. 
he did he does have some interesting things that he wants to do he you know understands i think better the a little better than the other two candidates the struggle with the black lives matter thing you yeah. know movement and um what it again what it truly means to defund the police and you know i think he's very open to a lot of ideas he even spoke about camden new jersey and how they had reset their police department uh several years ago and so uh, you know does he have your vote (laughs) we'll put you on the spot Nobody has my vote right now. Okay. Not okay. not for president. Yeah, Jesse Ventura. I gotta I gotta do my research on that. I, All I've, I know about him is I know I'm gonna get flack for that. <laughs> yeah. All I know about Jesse Ventura. Flack from the Ventura. left because I'm not committing to Biden, and I'm gonna get flack. Well, the people who are gonna give me flack from the right already know I'm not gonna vote for yeah, Trump. But so. see, you you should be the free thinker. You know what I mean? Like do yeah. do what you honestly feel like doing. And if it's not like uh, voting for Biden, then don't fucking do it. You know, like they gotta do what's what you sits right with you. I'm just so disgusted with the whole, you know, the whole Democratic Party. I just really do feel like they're just a bunch of corporate sellouts. I feel yeah. like they don't give a fuck about the American people at all any more than the Republicans. They just have a different facade they hide behind. But you know who does? Jesse the Body Ventura. <laughs> yeah, he does. I think he does truly. Yeah, I mean, a ra- amazing pro wrestler. He was in he Predator. Was, he he was. was in Predator. You know what? You're, you're, you're making me want to vote for him. <laughs> he was in Predator. He's, he's also part of the Mongols outlaw biker gang. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Yeah. What a cool dude. Nah, he would be the he would be one of the coolest presidents <laughs> for know, sure. For, if Trump did, if Trump got up there, put Jesse up there. I'm yeah. sure you'd. Well, he wouldn't. He, I I definitely would vote for him over Trump. Yeah. But I still don't love those three choices. I just feel like don't don't. Don't we have some really qualified people that would be better suited? And it's it's a shame to me because one of the people that I actually thought would run in 2020 several years ago, and I was very excited for, I thought he would be the future of, of the Democratic Party and really take the mantle after Obama, was Al Franken. And oh. his own party ostracized him at the very beginning of the Me Too movement for something that was it in poor taste perhaps but at the time he did it he was a comedian he was not a politician uh-huh. and they you know Kirsten Gillibrand and and her cronies uh, she's a she's from New York I think she's a senator from New York okay um, she and you know I'm all for women's rights and all this but her whole platform that's all it is like it's the only time she ever speaks out is on women's issues mm. and to me that is not treating every everything with equal importance either and right. and you know that's just the same as as having a, an a bad agenda if you're not looking at, at the how everything the is inter- interconnected with yeah. the bigger picture. But she and her cronies, you know, forced him out and, you know, made him resign and he resigned and he hasn't been in politics since, but he was smart. He was articulate. Mm-hmm. He was, he had that comedian kind of presence about him that he was, he was SNL, well, right? yeah, he was on SNL. Yeah. He was well-spoken. He projected well. He didn't take shit off of anybody, even from his own party or the other side. Like yeah. I was really excited about Al Franken. And in some sense, I would really love to find a way to see him still get back into it. You yeah. know, do you think it was the Illuminati <laughs> that got him the fuck out of here? <laughs> it did 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 they give him the the axe because he didn't want to burn the effigy in bohemian grove 
I mean, I can't speak to that, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> so I think I think I know who you're voting for, and I, you know, it's, it's Jesse the Body Ventura. You know, <laughs> everything you just said. I mean, if just I had, if, if, if somebody was Jesse like, Ventura, you have yeah. to choose, yeah. then then yeah, I guess you I would pick Jesse. Body. <laughs> I guess I'd pick for Ventura. Why but. not, man? If if if. This is my thing. I just is hate like, that we're turning. I feel like we really are turning our whole thing into like just a. I don't know what what is a leader anymore. I, I don't know. Yeah. Is it just a popularity contest? I mean, it's it's scary to think that just anybody without. I but, don't know. I mean, if Trump was president, then I guess anybody can. But be if president. I'm not mistaken, like uh, Jesse Ventura was also he was ex-military as well, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So you know, if he does, if his intentions are also, good, he's not. For, he's for rolling back the military industrial complex mm-hmm. and cutting funding to the to that and spending that money instead on social services. He did, you know, again, he made some good points. Why can't we take some of the funding? Yeah. We, sp- we have enough to destroy the world many times over. Take some of that funding for the military and let's give free health care. Like, why can we pay for all this military equipment, but we can't pay for people to have health care? Yeah. I, it doesn't make any sense. I do wonder how he's he will do in this race. Like... If most people are like me and you and we're frustrated with these two fucking parties, this party or this party, this candidate, this candidate, are the people get so frustrated enough that they're like, fuck this, we're voting for the body? Nah, unless, unless, he, unless he picks up some traction here in the first month, mm-hmm. I think he'll be out by September. Really? I mean, there's there's... Unless he can gain some traction and it looks like he's going to be able to start yeah. polling relatively, yeah. you know, decent. And un- and polls are terrible. I hate polls. But unfortunately, they are the tool that all the politics, you know, that we use to gauge, you know, whether you've got a chance or not. Yeah. Hopefully he goes on the Joe Rogan podcast again. So so the reach will be strong. That is that is my recommendation to him. He was he on should, there before. He, he should definitely yeah. reach out. That's going to be his his best platform. It's going to be his best opportunity to let someone that that gives him the uh, the time to speak and explain yeah, his the thoughts. Long, the long platform. It's it's he's not going to get a lot of play on CNN and MSNBC or yeah. Fox or any of these places, and so he's going to have to find ways to reach the people. And I think that's his biggest challenge. And that comes down to where he doesn't have the funding, he can't do direct advertising on TV. And if he's not like of interest for the media, then he's not going to be brought on there maybe once, but not continuously. Yeah. A lot like Biden or Trump are. are. And so he's going to have to find ways to, you know, really connect and and let it be known what he stands for and what he's trying to accomplish. Yeah, really separate himself from these two. Yeah, absolutely. I hope so, because it's... You know the the fact that people are so tied to these these political parties is, is it's crazy. Like you know, for me it's like may the may the best man win or woman. Yeah. You know, whoever has the best ideas, that's why I want to win. Who's who who has the best intentions, that's why I want to win. But if you don't have the best intentions, you don't have good ideas. You you could fuck off. I I don't care what party you are, red, blue, purple, brown, black. It don't matter. Get the fuck out of here. Right. I mean, I mean, I think we should sort of open it up like they do in, in, in you know, no, nah, I don't wish we would do that. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I was starting to say, man, it'd be so entertaining. We might as well just open it up like England does, no, so no, we could have like no. Lord Buckethead no, running, had, and we had we had wars about. <laughs> you know, but their shit gets crazy, man. Parliament is a is wild that shit like over there. Yeah, the I, don't, I don't know how they get it. Well, they don't get a lot done anymore. Right. Yeah, they maybe get less done than than our Congress and Senate. Yeah. Well. It's it's definitely going to be an interesting rest of the year. I mean, half the year's gone, so we'll see what happens with the elections and and how things are reopening. There's a lot of unknown right now, which is it's like there's a there's a lot of unknown. There's a lot, a lot of anxiousness out there, yeah. and there's a lot of uh, frustration. But there's also at the same time you have this relief of things are opening back up. You know, like I. I can only speak for myself. I am hopeful, you know, that, that we can get things back on track. Um, and speaking to the elections, man, who fucking knows? It's always a shit show, though. Every Regardless, I hope that we get a change at the top. Yeah, right. And he, he, unfortunately, even if it is Biden, because... I just feel like there's something sinister about I'm not. Guy. Yeah, I, I, I feel you, but... He's creepy. Yeah, you would be touching but them, we them need kids like that. We need somebody. Some we need something different that will start to make people feel like we're not so different and stop or stop purposely trying to divide us at least. Like yeah. like I do feel like Trump has kind of laid a lot of seeds that allow for people to be more blatant about their maybe underlying unknown to them even racist feelings or hate just hate just hate in general yeah. like you know like even that lady that that old woman here in california that got blast put on blast uh you know twice in the same day for being so racist just being cunt. completely racist to, to not even to you know, it was to, I think it was to two Asians, actually, yeah, yeah, two, probably. two Asian people. Yeah, fuck you, bitch. What's your problem with us? And I mean, it's just people <laughs> like that need somebody at the top that's not like constantly goading them and poking them and self making them feel like it's okay to act like that in public. No, they need I someone mean, to blame. they're so brazen. They know they're going to get filmed and put all over the internet, and yeah. they don't even care. They don't even understand that, you know what, outside your little circle of other hate, hate-filled people. Yeah. You're going to be ostracized. Like no one's going to ever give you any kind of love I mean, again. Yeah, I mean, the, like the, that's terrible to treat people that way. Because they look for people to blame because their lives are miserable. They're miserable people. So we go blame it on you. Like people don't want to blame shit on themselves. They don't understand that you yourself are your worst enemy, right? Yeah. You'd be like, oh, it was the Asian guy's fault. That's why the world is like this, and that's what's going to happen, and that's why they did this and that and do. And then you, oh, you little fucking crybaby assholes. You guys got to understand that that you are your own worst enemy right and you gotta you gotta get better right like i don't think racism should be a death sentence if you're looking to educate yourself and and and, uh banish your old beliefs um i think you you should be able to come back from that but you gotta understand your, your own worst enemy but these people that look for people to blame look for something to blame just like you know Blame the Jews, you know, in Germany back in the days. Like, let's blame them. That's this is why we're poor. This is why it's, everything's fucked up. And look what happened there. You can't. You got to learn from history and progress. If if people really want things to get better, stop being victims. 
You know what I mean? Like, stop, stop it with the victim mentality, because that is fucking you guys up. Um, yeah, that lady was so fucking brazen and ridiculous. I hope we find out who that lady is, and I hope she gets uh, gets pieced up out there. I mean, it's just terrible. I mean, the things she was saying, and I'm not even going to repeat the things she was saying. They're so like crazy it seemed like some evil shit i mean like she was she, an she's, evil bitch. she's got something like insider that needs to be fixed well you I'm know? Saying, like look did looking at this looking at that woman i could tell she was a miserable fuck oh for and sure she's looking for people to blame on her shitty life yeah you know so it's like it's just so weird she's like one of those negative she's not an energy she's a negative vampire it's getting me amped up yeah no like i told you i'd suck you. this bitch in the mouth you know what i mean like <laughs> <laughs> like i do i do that no but i'll suck that bitch in the mouth yeah you know? yeah yeah everybody needs to just take a, a step back and you know uh you know maybe everybody needs to consider celebrating uh shroom fest two, 2020 this year <laughs> it, it's coming up in at the first of july it'll be uh, july 4th weekend actually i saw so maybe people need to consider don't take a lot because if if you're fucked up in the head or you're fucked up emotionally yeah. and and you take some shrooms you're going to end up having a, maybe a, an experience that's more intense have a bad time well it's and it's not even, okay it's a bad time but it actually could teach you something but if you've never done it before you know it's probably not the best uh, it could be too intense and so just 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 maybe everybody try microdosing for three or four days and just see how you are that, that, <laughs> that weekend. See if it doesn't make you under, have a little more understanding and compassion in your heart. And, I, you know, I don't know if, that, if that's really the answer, but, like, it's, it's at least something to consider for some people. Maybe. I, I, I <laughs> Smoke some weed then. I don't yeah, know. I hope something, you, uh, you know, like. Don't, don't, don't drink, though. Yeah, don't don't do any depressants, guys. Don't do any of those uh, downers. Um, hopefully, if you do do shrooms, uh, you do it in the right setting, or you're gonna have a bad time, guys. All right, like go go to Joshua Tree, go go re-energize, go look at the stars, and try to delve in deep within yourself instead of you doing shrooms and going to some weird party with some weird people. <laughs> do that yeah you gotta avoid the the parties with the weird people yeah the, they're a problem sometimes yeah because to me like psychedelics and stuff not really a party drug they're they're for me like in all honesty it's 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 uh medicine when you do it you know like it helps you gauge where you're at you know gauge how things are going if there's any like things you've been putting off subconsciously it kind of brings it to the forefront and you work it out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I know people that do party on them, uh, party on a, a variety of different things, but, um, you know, I think it's, it's not the intended use. I think, you know, you, you, it's, it's made to bring people closer together and made to make you realize that all of, all of the world is, is really unified and is one and we all affect each other and, you know, all of our energy and everything, it, it bleeds over. It's just like we were saying earlier with, you know, being around certain people, they give off either give you positivity energy or they take away your negative energy. And um, I think, you know, that, that that's something that, that, help, that mushrooms and sometimes psychedelics in general can 
help bring to the forefront of people's minds. Yeah. So I think it's all about, you know, Wu-Tang, protect your neck. You know what I mean? <laughs> protect yourself. Yeah. Uh, Wrap from... yourself in, in an armor of love. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> drop the hate. Like, let it go. Drop the hate. Be fucking cool. Crush Pe- your ego. Dissolve it and let it let it just dissolve into nothingness. Yeah. Embrace the warm sea of love and, for all of humanity. And if that's what you do, hopefully things will progress, guys. Hopefully you guys will uh, evolve from there and stop being idiots. <laughs> Wink. Um, but on that note, this has been podcast number four with myself and... Matthew Nathaniel, El, um, the El Quattro. Us, yeah, follow us on Instagram at Evolved Idiots. Our Twitter is at Evolved underscore Idiots, and our Facebook at Evolved Idiots. Um, hope you guys are enjoying these. We're still going to try to release a shit ton of these, um, and it, this is this is fun because uh, we've been getting good feedback from you guys, and we appreciate your time. And we look forward for the production to get better. I look forward to my my speaking to get better. I know I'm trash right now, guys, but I'm working on it. Um, but I look for I look forward to some of our guests too. Like oh. we had a really good uh, last like you know we had I don't know if we've really touched on, it, but we had a great last podcast yeah. with a guest, our first guest, and I such a great experience. I look yeah. forward to some of the other people we've been talking about maybe bringing on oh, here yeah. we got, we got earlier some stages. Yeah, yeah, we got yeah. some characters. Um, but uh, until then, guys, hang tight, stay positive, and kill those energy vampires. Peace. Love and respect. We'll go that.